Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of High Ticket Offer Income. My name is Yvette Jett Reynolds, and I will be your host of this podcast. I am a high ticket offer coach, and I strongly suggest and know with 100% certainty that adding an offer to your products, rather you're in network marketing and you're selling those products, you have a brick and mortar mortar company business like hairstyling or uh, bug, bug elimination or chiropractor, doctors, no matter what you are doing, even if you have an online business and you're trying to sell products, if you will add an offer, you will 10X your income immediately. That's a fact. If you are not using offers in your businesses, but are selling one-off products or services that you have created your net, you're from your network marketing company, from your selling products from an affiliate company, or you're just trying to build your own business online and you're just trying to, to fall in love with this one product that you have, I know that you are losing to the competition because you're not making what you want to make. And you have to lower your prices to compete and you are leaving hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table. So I'm going to explain exactly what that means in the days and weeks to come, because you can meet me here daily as I try to impart invaluable information that will change your business and your lifestyle. But first, I want to tell you my backstory that brought me to where I am today. And it starts on waking up on Friday back in December 14th. 2012 and learning about the horrific murders at the Sandy Cooks Elementary School. I immediately remember turning off the TV and weeping and whispering prayers because I didn't want to see the faces of the children or their parents. I kept thinking of the loss and, uh, and for and every Christmas from years to come, the hurt that was going to be prevalent at that time of year. I couldn't even wrap my head around losing one of my children. And, um, I, I I just was praying for them. I it was awful time. So I had my husband and my three daughters and I had recently moved into a house that we were renting to buy, and we had every intention of purchasing purchasing the home because the home was beautiful. And that night on the same December fourteenth, that night, my youngest daughter, who was eleven at the time, and I got stomach flu. And my wonderful, amazing husband got home from work and he was a manager of a jewelry department store um, in our hometown, Saks Fifth Avenue. And so, um, and so we're talking long hours. He worked literally, I mean, for 10, 12 hours every day. He came home, he cooked dinner, he cleaned the house. He uh, squired my 15-year-old back and forth from high school events that she had going on that night, made sure that we were comfortable and then took care of our special needs daughter, um, 18 year old Mary Page, um, who required a lot of work at that time just to, to get her up ready for bed. And on Monday, the weekend passed and it was Monday, December 17th. And I was still feeling a little sick, but knowing I needed to get the Christmas shopping done, I had I had not even started Christmas shopping. I headed for Toys R Us and other stores. And I remember thinking because of the whole Sandy Hooks tragedy is like, that was a time where you just wanted to make sure your kids were all right, hug your kids, you know, just pray them in and out of wherever they were going. And I really wanted to just lock the door and have the family around me like, let's stay here. But I do remember thinking as I was getting in the car, feeling a little ill still, but just kind of weak and thinking, okay, but just take it easy, drive safely because you don't want anything to happen a week before Christmas. 
And so um, um, that night, my husband went to the bus station with the girls and picked up my niece and nephew who were going to spend the Christmas holidays with us. And uh, I went to bed early. But before I went to bed, I remember peeking around the corner and my husband was all curled up in his um, his uh, in his covers and sitting on the couch watching his favorite show, which I was probably some sports show. And, and I, I said to him, I love you. And I just really appreciate everything that you do for our family. I really do. And he said, thank you, honey. And I went up to bed. I was awakened by my nephew who was in the library slash office. And it was, had to be early in the morning by this time. And he was going through my husband's sports illustrated collection because Jance had every sports illustrated magazine from 1980s to present. And so my nephew was shouting, something's not right. I got up, opened the bedroom door, and I kid you not, there was a black smoke literally walking up the steps. My nephew was trapped in the library across the hall. I immediately went to the fourth floor where my two youngest daughter's bedrooms were, and I yelled, fire, come now, fire. And I had already done the escape plan when we got to the house. We'd only been living in this house for like six weeks. And I had already mapped out the escape route. Uh, if anything happened, there was a fire downstairs. I would call the girls down, which I just did. We would go through the back of the house to Mary Page's, to, through Mary Page's bedroom window. I'd grab the fire ladder and we would go down from the second floor. Unfortunately, the smoke had filled the hallway as soon as I called the girls down, couldn't get the ladder. We went through Mary Page's room and I opened up the window. I should have, me and Jance was behind me. I should have shut the door. We should have closed the door behind us, but we didn't. I, we kept telling the girls, jump, jump, jump. They wouldn't jump. So my husband said, you jump first. I go to the window. I jump out and I'm coaxing my daughter's and my niece to jump. My youngest daughter jumps on top of me and the other two girls come out the window. And then I yell, I get up and I say, okay, Jance, come on. Because he went back to grab Mary Page. I said, Jance, come on. And they never came back to the window. I remember thinking or saying, I think I said, they're dead. I know they're dead. And, um, that was the beginning of a whole new life. Now, as that happened, though, I want to tell you this part was I remember thinking that Mary Page, who was no longer special needs, as she was leaving her body, because it says absent from the body, present with the Lord. And I, I could just imagine her grabbing her daddy's hand and saying, come on, dad, come on, daddy, let's go. And then I kind of remember as I heard the sirens in the background, because all four of my teenager, the four teenagers who were left had grabbed their cell phones. They had, my my youngest daughter hadn't grabbed her glasses, but she did grab her cell phone. So they had called, they called people and I'm still just like standing there looking up to heaven thinking, trying to think that maybe they'll kiss me on their way up home. And 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 then I just remember being bundled into the, to the fire, the, the ambulances and off to the hospital. My pastor said when he got there, because for, this happened so fast. My, my kids called one of our, one of our best friends and they were there at the hospital. I mean, we, when we got there, they were there. So my pastor said that I, my first thing I kept saying to him was I love God and I trust him. And I had a sprained 
ankle. No, I broke my ankle and my rib from my daughter jumping on me and uh, kind of went into, you know, days. Uh, thank God I had amazing friends, an amazing neighborhood and a wonderful, amazing church home because they took care of everything. I mean, literally everything. So by the time I got out, my, my, every need was met. And, um, I stayed with a friend for two weeks. And when January 1st came around, it was, uh, time, it was go time. It was easy to get the shelter and the food and clothing. It is very hard to prove who you are when everything is burned. Cause we lost not only my husband and my daughter, we lost every single physical earthly thing, pictures, documents, everything. So I had to rebuild my life. And even as I was rebuilding it, I was like, okay, you know, going through forms after, after I established that I was married, that, you know, I was the, the sole, sur- you know, the survivor to get insurance and all the stuff that we had to get and got social security cards. That is when it hit me. Well, corporate America hit me that I did not have credit. The credit because I had been a stay-at-home mom for 22 years. So Jance had credit. I didn't have credit. I had no work history for 22 years. So I was going to have to do a lot to not become the statistic of widows or single moms with children. They do not fare well in our society. And First, I had to take care of my daughters because we had to go through a lot just to, to stay healthy, just to be healthy and, and go through, you know, high school and get ready for college. And, you know, there was a lot of things that we needed to do to be mentally and physically um, healthy. But in about 2017, 2016, um, I had started deciding that, okay, I'm going to go back. I'm going to build a, a business online. And I was going to use my coaching skills because I had been a coach uh, back in the day and, and I had worked to coach you I had a, a certificate from coach you and I had trained coaches to be coaches. And so in 2016, I started just trying to build a business online. Like, let me create products or services or how I'm going to do this. And I'd go from one guru to the next guru and I try to do what this one said and that one said, and I was failing miserably on top of all this. I had a a family member who told me I was going to end up broke and needing help. So all of this is going on internally, externally was the physical uh, that my girls were going to need college money and what were we going to do? But internally was that I'm going to fail. I can't build a business. How am I going to do this? And so in 2017, I'm online going back through stuff again, just trying to think of ideas. And I happened upon click funnels. And as soon as I saw this seemingly 12 year old, because <laughs> he looks so young, saying that you need a funnel to build anything online, which I had never heard, even though I had been studying for the last year and a half, I trusted him immediately. And I bought a ticket to Funnel Hacking Live 2018. And when I got to Funnel Hacking Live 2018 in Florida, this was March of 2018, just being around that atmosphere of people who were just like me, entrepreneurs trying to make it, 
Russell Brunson got on stage and he said the words that have changed my life. I mean, in an instant, he said one magic sentence. You want to know what it is? The nine words that changed my life. It was the one magic sentence that ruled them all. You know, like in Lord of the Rings, it was the one ring that ruled them all. Here it is. You must sell an offer and not a product. Let that sink in. I don't care if you're with network marketing, you have products. I don't care if you're an affiliate and you have products. I don't care if you've created your own product. You cannot just sell your companies or your product. You have to make an offer. So that is what we are going to do. We are going to, this podcast is to help you create offers so that you will 10X your income immediately. I knew as soon as I heard those words that I could now in 30 days or less, I'm sorry, well, 60 days or less, I could make five figures. It just came to me and I have been passionate about it for, this is November now. That was in March. My life has changed so drastically and I want to show you how to do it too. So just, um, in the, let me tell you one more thing. Why you ask is an offer better than a product, a one-off product? Here it is. Because you will eliminate any competition. Can you imagine that? You have a downline, upline in network marketing. You have crossline. But you can eliminate all of those people all the way to the top by presenting an offer. You're an affiliate. You have dozens of people who are trying to sell the one product that you're trying to sell because they're trying to sell a product. You are going to present an offer and eliminate them as competition. If you have a mortar, brick and mortar business, you're a chiropractor, you're a dentist, you're a hairdresser, you do bug extermination, you cut lawns. If you just present to your customer your service or your products, it's not, you are leaving money on the table. You have to present an offer. If you're online and you've got a product, a course that you're trying to sell, great, but you have to sell it present it in an offer. So join me every day, won't you? And let's begin a fun, lucrative, life-changing journey. You have a great day and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Yvette Reynolds, Yvette Jet Reynolds signing off.